You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As the last second layup by Nunn will be just a footnote as the Houston Cougars come to Waco and survive in an overtime thriller. 82-76, your final. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. My fellow Greek freak, my fellow Fordham Ram, the great Spiro Dinas with the call this weekend on CBS. Yeah, play call the game. He was awesome. He was yeah, he's, awesome. He, he's great. <laughs> he's he's awesome. Who, who and, you, and, was and he with Spinarco? I don't remember. Because Ian's not with Spinarco anymore. Because now Ian's like Which doing is... the main. Because yeah, see they they broke that duo up. I think it was Spiro and Spiro and Spinarco. Um, I I so who's Splendid. who's the number? Who is Nance doing the? Uh, so it's Raftery and Grant Hill, right? That's that's the main team. That was the main team. Yeah. Okay. What is it now? Like I, I think I think they well Ian has been calling games because they've been trying to like my I think they put him with Grant I think but I'm not sure about so that. it's just so Raftery's off now it's just it's just Ian Ian Eagle Ra- and Grant will call the final was doing, four. Raftery was doing stuff who did he what did he have Creighton UConn with who was that Kevin Kugler yes. is that who called that with game? Kevin Coops, and, uh, yeah yeah so I, I I don't know if that's how they've chosen to like break everybody up or what they're gonna do but I think like the pieces are probably still moving would be my guess. I, I'll tell you what, CBS, grow up, like be, be men, be women, put Jim Spernarkel right. in with Ian Eagle to call the final four. Oh, like, why are we breaking up one of the most iconic Spinarkle. college basketball teams of all time? Seriously. I mean, we all, I grew up watching Ian Eagle and Jim Spernarkel. Now we're going to, we're going to break this team up. Nonsense. Bobby, I say. Spiro and him, Spiro, like Baylor made that run in the second, what was it, like a 15-0 run or something? I mean, a huge run in the second half of that yeah, game. Yeah, made me, made, made me pretty sick as I bet Houston. <laughs> Spiro was like, yeah, I mean, like you, it was just, you were sucked into the television. I mean, you like couldn't help it. I mean, it was just, and part of that's the crowd. Can we get a different camera angle though at that game? I didn't what mind is going it. on? I got to tell you, oh, I didn't mind no. it really. Yeah, because I love sitting on the jumbotron, looking straight down. That's how I like to watch. My I didn't. Games. I, like, I wait, didn't who, hate. Now look, I, yeah. I wasn't like this. Is like I was flipping between like a bunch of different yeah. things, but like I, I didn't. I didn't really mind it. Also, like the first half, I was very happy because I bet Houston and they right. were up by a billion. <laughs> you could shoot it from any angle. You could shoot it uh, upside down. You'd be like, great, go, go, go Houston. <laughs> Sounds good. I tell you, I the they, Houston survived that game, and then and then obviously just like just left them in the dust in overtime. And overtime, like a great overtime by Houston. And then and we then, won uh, And then we won. We, I. <laughs> So we didn't do this in the opening segment because we ended yeah. up doing all the NFL news. And if you missed it, check yeah. it out in podcast form. Um, Saturday, this past Saturday, 
I felt like the only thing that was missing was like like the bong on the table, like a couple like forties of old English and all my friends in college. Like it felt it felt like one of these old school. Now I was watching by myself, really, like in my house because you know I'm I'm an adult at this point, about to have a kid. So like it, it, those those the halcyon days of youth are a little bit behind me at this point. But it felt like one of these old school days, and by the end of it. I'm thinking, man, I can't wait for the NCAA tournament. That was all I was yeah. thinking. And and I and I wasn't da, 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 just betting. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah. And like we were betting hockey. Like I had the under in the Stars Canes game, finished two yeah. one. Dallas won that game. Had some NBA also. But Saturday was like a throwback betting day, and it just reminded me how much I love the winter sports. And for as great as football is, and it's my favorite thing, when football's gone, now we get to like really, really like plug into the, like a different matrix now. Like this is the matrix sure. now. And it's really great. I had a great time on Saturday. Help that yeah. I went like seven and one with the bets, but a really fun right. day nonetheless. I was going to say like Alabama scores 117 and they win. Wake doesn't shoot the free throws. And that's significant to some. Uh, I remember being like, I can't believe they're going to open a favorite. I'm going to bet them anyway. And like, that's a me, me, the luck box over here ever, yet again, uh, just keeps happening. Like that was great. Yeah. And I, I didn't bet Houston Baylor. You, you texted me before and you go like, what are you betting the game? And I go, no, like I would only bet Baylor, but I don't want to bet the game. And you're like, great. I'm betting Houston. (laughs) It's like my favorite Nick text where it's like looking for information, but also like, no matter what the information is, like the delivery of the message of who you're going to bet. Well, that wasn't necessarily information. I was just curious what you liked. Yeah, it's like, what do you like in the Super Bowl? Oh, man, I think the Niners are going to crush them. Oh, great. Chiefs money line for me. Have a great day. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, well, yeah. Like, I just want to see what you liked in the game. I sure, Tyler, sure, the same sure. Thing. It's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, Tyler was like, uh, was uh, was texting back and forth with us, too. So, yeah, I mean, like a like a throwback day, to your point. Watch, definitely watched more college basketball Saturday than I had watched combined, almost, so far this year, something like that, because I'd only I think I only watched like UConn Marquette the week before and maybe one of the Auburn, Kentucky, maybe watch like a, a bunch of stuff, which was uh, which was really fun. And like you mentioned, follow that up with NBA all over the place on, on Saturday night and especially yesterday that like a ton of NBA yesterday. It's been uh, it's been great. It's been a great run. So here's kind of what I want to talk about with college hoops coming off the weekend. Sure. Um, you better you better hear with Nick and Ken. And we'll talk about Kentucky in a second. Um, we bet them. It was awesome. They scored like a, a billion points. Um, maybe lining up as one of these paper tigers, right, as we approach the NCAA tournament. But, And admittedly, and we talked about this last week, the show, and I, I'll speak for myself, I've gone from like 0 to 60 on college basketball with the NFL ending, just all like the space that the NFL takes up in our brains, like doing the show that we do. Um, with the NFL done, and then with our week vacation following Monday after the Super Bowl in the rearview mirror, like it's college hoops time now. It's the winter sports, right? And it's college hoops as we kind of ramp up for the NCAA tournament. So I have not been like watching all year the way that some people do, and like God bless those people. So this is just the observation of someone who's now been really paying attention, really close attention for a little bit now, and trying to cram in as much information as I can plug into the matrix right Um, I look at the top four teams Houston Purdue Connecticut Arizona and three of those teams have taken losses recently right Purdue lost last Sunday to Ohio State UConn obviously got blown out by Creighton last week and Arizona lost to uh to what Washington State a couple nights ago they all followed it up this weekend and Houston had beaten Iowa State on Monday and then the win at Waco on Saturday Purdue 
beats Michigan and blew out uh, Rutgers right on Thursday. I bet Purdue in that game. Connecticut blows out Villanova on Saturday. Arizona blows out Washington. And hopefully, if you listen to the show on Friday, you bet an early number on Arizona because that thing closed like 17. Oh, dude. I said it was going to go up. Dude, not yeah. it didn't just go up. It went up like three points. Yeah. Let's forget the other times where I say it's going to go up and then like it just doesn't or it goes the opposite way. But that one, I got I, that one. I got credit for that it, one. Because I got a text from my buddy Mike. Shout out to Mike and yeah. the Barley crew. Who's like, should I lay 17 with Arizona? I'm like, well, I, I think I bet I mean, like I 15 yes, and a half. No. I would have said yes. I said yes also, and they're up by 18, and like, and I what Washington makes a layup with like 30 seconds left to make it 16, and they run the and 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 just lose, which which sucks. But uh, Houston, Purdue, UConn, and Arizona all win this weekend, and you look at the rest of the teams in college basketball at the top, um, and look like Tennessee has this kid connect with which is a great name, and he scores a billion points. Also, it's Rick Barnes. I I don't. Is it just like these four teams, and it's just gonna be? Like, one of these four teams, and, like, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't know if I want to make a case for another team, Ken, outside of that, outside of the big four right now in college basketball. I would join you in not making a case for anybody outside that group, for sure. Uh, and I, you know, <laughs> I, have a, I have more criteria this year than I've ever had to try to, like, weed out who the good teams are or the compelling tournament teams, I guess would be a good way to think about it. Because, like, Purdue is a really good team, and I'm, I don't want them. And uh, if they made the if they made the title game, I bet on the other team probably, uh, depending on who that was. So like I'm I'm good on them. The other three though, and this is I did a little bit of this with the PJ last week. You and I did a little bit of it. It's it's a bad betting opportunity when like who we think is going to win and who the betting market thinks are going to is going to win is the same thing. Because then like well then what do you bet? Like oh uh, like oh this team's a ten point favorite. Yeah, I make them a ten point favorite too. Okay, then this sucks. We should find another game to bet. Like we should find something else to do. And this this is I hope not gonna be like that. I like pray that some this things get reorganized in such a way where there's like something fun to do. Because my only like compelling thought is I have some criteria that tell me that Purdue is a really bad bet and that I don't want them. And that's it. So UConn and Arizona specifically. And then also I can't kick Houston. Like statistically, I don't want to believe in them. I think there are things about them that are really undesirable as a tournament team, but look like the resume is the resume and they're like number one in almost everything. So like they, they can't just be ignored or dismissed. They have to at least be part of the discussion. You take those three teams and like Circa and Vegas opened a will, what was it the other day? Will UConn or Purdue win a two way yes, no market. Like, if I mean, I think Jeff Benson listens to the show sometimes or whatever, other sports books, like I'm praying, can you put Purdue with someone else or put the put the other three teams together and you'll have a customer? I mean, really? Like if this is going to stay like this, but I can't like, that's a terrible bet for me. It's like one team that I kind of like and one team I'm absolutely dead set against. Can't bet into that market. Um, I don't see a team right now that's like a game away from being in that tier where I'm like, hey, I know we spend a lot of time on those three. Let's think about, this other team duke would be the closest which is really funny because like we're gonna like fall into a court storming discussion here with filipowski and like whether there's even an injury here that's worth discussing like he is their best player so if he were to be hurt or like have an injury that would keep him out or if it ends up like lingering whatever that would be a significant thing but like they're probably them and north carolina are probably the two teams and actually i would throw marquette in there just like statistically and i know marquette got worked by uconn last weekend but those would be the three teams 
Where That's if it's my like, team. hey, in the in the next two weeks, not that they have to play way over their skis, like where they have to just like totally be the number one team in the country, but just better. Kind of like what the Nuggets had to do for three games, if you've been listening to the show. Like they just these those teams just have to do that. And I think they can be in this conversation. I don't have anything that excludes them for that reason. So those are the three teams I would add to the group that you kind of laid out there. Um, I, I'm happy that you said Marquette because Marquette is the team that I'm thinking about right now. And like, and we'll find out a little bit about this Marquette team moving forward because four regular season games left before the Big East Conference Tournament. Two of them will be at Creighton. That's coming up this weekend. And then at UConn, or excuse me, home UConn in a rematch of the game that we saw last week where game. UConn blew them out. Um Marquette non-conference this year was ridiculous. Beat Kansas yeah. when Kansas was the number one team. Ran them off the court. One on the road at Illinois. Ba- barely lost to Purdue when Purdue was the second-ranked team in the country. Purdue obviously is still ranked very highly. Thumped Texas. Like they're awesome. Kolick's awesome. Cam Jones is awesome. They've got like a, a guard that controls the game in terms of his passing. A guy that can score thirty points on any given night. A head coach that's been to the Final Four before. I think Marquette, Ken, is my team outside of the four. If I had to pick one to penetrate the bubble, I sure. would pick Marquette. I would probably pick Duke right now, but I think Marquette is, is compelling. I think those are the, them in North Carolina. Those are the three you kind of have to be like, what are the next two weeks like? And maybe this opens up a little bit with the number of teams that can win. Right, Miami, uh, Miami plays North Carolina later tonight. We'll talk about that in mm. the Power Hour, but hour number three coming up next. We'll start at talking NBA with our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.